I'm Mike. I'm Dave. And this is Between the Lines. And we're back. Hey. 109.7, the big river. I am the douche. La douche. No. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, skit yeah. from Parks and Rec? Yep. Yep. The, the yep. douche. So. Oh. <laughs> I'll be here all uh, night, folks. So last week, uh, we talked about the crisis in Cuba. Cuba Libre. Cuba Viva Libre. Viva Cuba. And that's still ongoing. That's still ongoing. That's, everybody needs That didn't to, stop because the news cycle. No, we need to keep paying attention to that. So everybody... Um, you know, go online, uh, read as much as you can. Keep, pay atten- keep paying attention to it. Uh, write, write your Congress people, your representatives, and let them know that you want to make sure that they don't ignore this. This is a big moment in history. Uh, we could see a free Cuba yeah. uh, in our lifetime. They, we were almost there, like we mentioned last time. Uh, check out that episode. We, we, we go in deep. Uh, we talk a little bit about the Bay of Pigs and how we almost liberated Cuba once before, but... Um, got spineless and didn't finish through. Um, so go back and listen to that episode. You can find us on Facebook at PA Between the Lines. You can find us on Twitter at the BTL Podcast, and you can check out our website, the BL, the BTL uh, Check out our contact us page. Leave us a like. Um, mention uh, what you want to hear, what we're doing wrong, what you hate, what you don't want to hear anymore. Tell us to stop it. Uh, we will. Uh, we're looking for feedback, so go ahead and visit us there. Today, uh, we have another um, country filled with unrest yeah. uh, in South Africa. Interesting enough, there are some uh, interesting commonalities that we can look at. Yeah, there there are some parallels between what's going on now uh, in the United States and what's going on in South Africa. Two... Uh, to preface, South Africa is a somewhat uh, democratic country. Um, they have a president, uh, not quite as free as we are, but no. um, they have their liberties, and they are in an utter state of unrest. Their president was arrested and jailed uh, on corruption charges, arrested by his own party. Uh, so it's not like we have a coup here, but we all know um, how party lines can go. Um, you, you know, we have uh, examples of what are called rhinos or Republicans in name only and things like that. So we know how parties can split and, and turn. So we take that with a grain of salt, but it is his own party that um, that uh, did what they did. So it, it, it's safe to say that there may be some credence to the charges. Yeah, what's interesting is uh, I was just pulling up an MSN article about the... Uh the issue that, or the situation down there, and this was actually from two days ago, and uh, the current president Ram Ramaphosa Ramaphosa, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he said that he acknowledged his own failings, yet he laid blame for the lawlessness on a rival faction within the ANC that is closely aligned with former President Jacob Zuma. And what's interesting is that that little uh, uh, do you want to play that um, little video clip that we were watching a second ago? Of the the gentleman, yeah, yeah. I so, think this is interesting to so to, the to to preface. Um, I think we need a little bit of backstory yeah. as to what's going on so that this makes sense. Um, 
so South Africa right now is in deep unrest. Stores are being burned to the ground. Um, it's getting to the point now where there's actually very few stores left standing. Yeah. So there's one mall um, that that's kind of left standing in this one village, and it's all they have left. If this mall goes, they have no food. They have no supplies. So this this woman, <laughs> this news station in South Africa, uh, pulls this guy aside. Um, and interviews him. This this video um, that I'm playing is actually a clip from uh, Colian uh, Noir video that I was watching earlier, uh, but I thought it was very pertinent. So I'm going to try my best to cut his portion out. But if you want to see the full video, I'll have links to it um, on our website. So here's uh, here's the interview with the gentleman from right, South Africa. Right. Trained, but uh, you haven't been deployed here specifically by authorities. Uh, Mr. Ntlantla, tell us why you're here. I saw you were carrying a rifle. Yes. Uh, why is it so important for you to protect Maponya Mall? Yeah. What's important for everyone to understand, right, is that the township economy belongs to the ordinary people of the township, being us. So if we have the dependency syndrome of always waiting for a savior to come and save the township, we'll keep dilapidating the way we are currently. So we are saying we are in partnership and joint ops with all law enforcement to ensure that what's left of the township infrastructure from an economy point of view is protected. And it's our responsibility to ensure that we protect it. We know Soweto is a place of millions of people with 11 police stations. That already tells you the stats alone that the, the, the SAPS, Metro Police, not enough. They're not, they don't have the capacity necessary. So it's important for the community to take responsibility, partner with law enforcement to ensure that our infrastructure is protected the way you see. The township is so that was part one of the video. There's another clip that, that uh, I'm going to get into in just a second. But essentially what he's saying there is this is our town. This is our village. The village belongs to the people. It doesn't belong to the government. It doesn't belong to the politicians. Uh, essentially, these are our businesses. This is our town. This is our establishment. And if, if we want to keep it, we have to protect it, is what he's saying. Yeah, and give uh, those of you out there listening that don't really know a whole lot about South Africa, because it really doesn't come up in the news a whole lot. Um, outside of, I'd say, like the 80s. 80s, it was in the news quite a bit oh, because, because of, of Nelson, Mandela Nelson Mandela and the, and the apartheid movements and whatnot. Yeah. But nonetheless, I mean, currently, even though it's a democracy, they are suffering from some uh, huge unemployment rates. I think it's something like a third a third of the entire country. Th I've heard everything from uh, 30%, which is on the low end of a third, uh, all the way up to 40%. Yes. So, but it either way... That's an astronomical oh, yeah. amount of people that are even even in the midst of the pandemic, our unemployment rates here in the United States, I don't think topped. I don't even think they hit 20 percent. No, no. In, in the worst of the worst of the worst, they and, didn't even hit 20. And that's an important thing to think about. It's that if you live in a country, even though it's a democracy, they're very socialistic very, in some ways. Very. Yes. So uh, the, the belief of the nanny state kind of filters through this the mentality of this country and you know this is what happens when you have a country that's put at its precipice or at a precipice like this to where you don't have enough people working to support yeah those that aren't working and in this case this is a prime example of what a country ends up turning to as a result of those type of situations and then what's interesting to me 
is that you have this gentleman from this community that's boots on the ground, sees this firsthand. He lives there apparently. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's, he's stating, it's like, listen, we're not looking for handouts. We're looking for you to back the fuck off yeah. and let us take control of what, what is ours. Like, yeah. you know, and you know, to your, I know, know that you're going to get to it, but they're very adamant about the idea of being able to protect themselves yes. and those things, which they consider part of their communities, which in this case it's isolating to this mall, like you said, that is kind of like their one source of supplies right now in light of all the rioting that's going on. So, I mean, I don't want this, I don't want this to turn into a big second amendment episode, but this is a very big, um, bold, bright example of why the second amendment is so important because this we're not immune no we're not immune from this kind of stuff happening here in the united states it hasn't in a very long time the only thing that insulates us is our wealth yeah i mean there there's you know you can point fingers at who's wealthy but the fact of the matter is the country collectively is the most is the wealthiest country in the world yeah bar none bar none our poorest people would live like kings would yeah would be would be kings in other countries yes so, not to say that we don't need to take care. No. We're not making that excuse. This isn't a what about cost of living is higher. A straw in there. man yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. We're, we we understand that there's intricacies there, but we do have to take a step back every once in a while and realize that the that the worst the worst among us would be the cream of the crop in an, in another country. Can I give you a weird example? Sure. Um, so. I remember growing up as a, a as a kid, you know, in the the church atmosphere that I grew up in. You know, one of the big things, and you're probably somewhat familiar with this, is that churches have a tendency to support people that go into other countries to act as yeah, you missions. know, missionaries missions. and that kind of thing. So, one of the interesting things about this one family that I became particularly familiar with is that um, between her and him, because they had gotten married. Uh, they both went separately on their own terms and kind of met each other along the way. Between the two of them, they were making something like between eighty to a hundred thousand dollars in terms of support going over there. Which, you know, that's that would throw the initial person off, you know, because a lot of that money sometimes is used to build facilities. It sounds like and, a lot of money, but it's not as much as. But it doesn't go as far as you. Here's think. my thing: the, the, we we looked at this very critically um, because you know. Churches don't have money, aren't swimming in money typically, no. unless you're like James Jimmy Baker or, or one of these uh, guys. Yeah, what's that? Uh, Robert Tilton. Yeah, yeah, somebody <laughs> that's always on TV asking for you to pass the plate or whatever the case be. But my point is this: is that in that specific at- atmosphere where they were living, the person, the people, the common people that lived in that area it was West Congo, West Africa. So Congo, West Africa area. They, the average person would make yearly the equivalent of $200 in U.S. money. Now, take that and put that against the two missionary people that are being sent over there. Now, if they're using, if they're disseminating disseminating that money, if they're giving it towards projects, towards building, infrastructure, helping the communities where they're at, I don't have a problem with that. But sometimes they go over there and they're literally living like they're living yeah. more they could potentially live more lavishly than the president of said area where they live in yeah which you know and i say that not to i'm not trying to put a damper on what people do when they travel to these other countries i'm just trying to put things into perspective is that 
poverty in Africa is is not anywhere near close to what we perceive as being yeah. poverty in the U.S. So, and this is what these people are experiencing. I don't want to diminish the plight no. of the homeless people in no. L.A., but when you're setting up a tent on Venice Beach, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, you you've got a you have options. You've got a guy. You you've seen the videos of the kids with the flies walking on the eyeballs. Yeah. of the kids in, yeah. in in Africa. It's not funny, but it's it, it, there's a big difference between a dude with dreadlocks yeah. pitching a tent in, in Venice Beach. Well, did you see that? Did you see that documentary that was on Netflix about a year or two ago? And that literally, it was they interviewed a bunch of micro businesses within Africa because there's this huge upstart of micro business starting in the country. Okay where there's people that are taking their resources and building businesses. The one big thing, and this is all I'll say about it, is the one big thing that you heard a lot is that if the United States had just not given us stuff and taught us how to do things, we would be in a much better place than we are today. Yep. I know it's not a Christian parable, but there, it, 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 was, it was always tied that Jesus said that. There's no proof that he's ever said this, but it's a Christian parable. You had to teach a man to fish. The whole thing, you can give a man a fish yeah. and feed him for a day, or you can teach a man how to fish and feed him for his entire lifetime. You should do that line in Christopher Walken's voice. <laughs> that, hey, you know, you can give a man a fish <laughs> and you'll feed him for a day, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But if you teach the man to fish, you can feed him for a lifetime. My supials, they're fast. <laughs> Frankenstein never scared me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, here's the second part. This guy, this is not to digress too much, but uh, this guy, it's really important. So here, here he is. He's actually in this video. He's a little bit more fired up. Yep. I think he's getting tired of being interviewed. It's like I've told you over and over again. I, I don't know why <laughs> I keep repeating myself here. But here. We've been looted. We've been taking advantage of. We've been abused. Enough is enough. We are going to protect what's left. What they're going to come for and loot. We're going to protect with everything that we have. The township economy is ours. Doesn't belong to government, doesn't belong to politics. It belongs to the people on the ground. If we fail to protect what's ours, no one will ever protect what's ours because we are all we have. We are all we have. We're not going to back down. We're going to help all law enforcement as ordinary people. Don't just come here for, 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 for show and Facebook. You must come here because you understand the reasons for coming here. You must come here because you understand the biggest elephant the biggest elephant in our township economy food chain is that it's, it's the last thing they must loot. So, again, I mean, he's not putting any fine points no. on it. He's saying, don't come here just to take selfies yeah. on Facebook and, and promote yourself. Don't do not do that. We need we need boots on the ground. We need yeah. people here that are serious. We don't need Angelina, Angelina Jolie yeah. to come and yeah. adopt. You we, know. we don't need another <laughs> another Sarah McLaughlin commercial. Yeah, exactly. We, we need actual, tangible help. People people that are willing to to get dirty. But see, the thing is, you know, you know as well as I do, people seeing this situation, people that actually take an interest in what's going on, immediately they're going to think that the resolution is just to send money, send food, send yeah. resources, yeah. which don't 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 yeah. confuse me. That's a good thing to do. But at the same time, what he's getting at is that the bigger fish to fry, the bigger elephant, as he put it in the room, is the government that has been mismanaging this country and basically fleecing these yeah. villages of their resource yeah. to the point to where, you know, when you have an issue where the president gets arrested 
and in so, I'm imagining to some extent what they're seeing is that they're seeing a president that was taking advantage of his position and using it to his benefit. Now yep. that's of course, you know, what's in, you know, what's being argued right now is what, to what extent was he, yeah. you know, taking advantage of his office, you know, legally, illegally, so on and so on. Um, but at the same time, at the end of the spectrum, you always have this guy, his community that are experiencing troubles, you know, financial troubles, food sort shortages and whatnot because of the way that they've been conducting things over the last however many years. So, yeah. Um, so at any rate, the, I, I think the bigger, um, the, the bigger thing to take away from this is that when, when stuff hits the fan, you can't always depend on somebody being there to rescue you. You need to be able to have the wherewithal um, about you to take control of the situation for you and for your family and just make sure that, um, you know, you have what you need, but beyond that, come together as a community and make sure that everyone has what they need. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to do that, again, this is going to sound like a Second Amendment argument, but to do that, um, you kind of need a, a bigger stick than, than the other guys. Yeah, the, the under the underlying premise that they they're trying to get across is that, you know, a, a united country is built up of smaller collectives of people that understand the the resources that they have at their disposal, and nobody knows better how to protect those um, those resources than the people there, the boots on the ground, as he put it, and sure. a lot of us. And what I'm trying to get at is that here in the the parallel to the United States is that it's always been the government has always looked has gotten to the point where in my own estimations, the government has gotten to the point where it looks at the communities as a resource for the government instead of the government being a resource for the people. And that's where it's gone. Like the government. And you know, the thing of it is, is that true libertarian thought you know, states that the government should remain small enough to where it can do what it needs to, but it doesn't yeah. do what it ought not to. In other words, you're not powerful enough to... A small government isn't strong enough to oppress its people. Yes. It can never reach the point where it's a tyrant because it's not... It doesn't have the capacity. I mean, think of all the departments we have, ranging from the DPA to the agriculture. How to many how many three letter organizations do we have? Yeah, the, the, I mean, think think about it. Even overlapping, uh, you have the Department of Homeland Central Intelligence, which Agency. which was put in place to get everybody else yeah. to work together: CIA, NSA, FBI, yeah. ATF, so on. So you have the CIA, the Department of Homeland Security, and. Um, the NSA, to me, all three of those groups themselves do the exact same thing. Oh, they step on each other's toes constantly. So, so I'm saying, why do we need? Why, why can't we just have one big? You know, why do we need three different yeah. things for that? The FBI is the same thing. You have the FBI, the ATF, the the uh, DEA. Yeah. To me, those three things are exactly the same. Yeah. Why do you need separate departments for yeah. each for each goddamn thing? Yeah. And you why know? can't some of this just be relegated to the states 
yeah. overview. Yeah. Like the states, the thing of it is a lot of the problems that the FBI and the ATF and a lot of these organizations take over for like situationally speaking the boots on the ground, which in other words would be local authorities would have a better understanding as to what's going on there. It's just like going back to the immigration argument. One of the big things that they didn't talk a lot about is that the mayors in these, these border towns, which were Democrats themselves, like in New Mexico and Texas, Democrats yep. were stating to the current administration that you need to get this shit under control. Yeah. These are Democrats. These are Democrats yeah, in yeah. that party that recognize the severity of the situation. But you've got these people in their ivory palace speaking out of their assholes yep. like they know what's going on, creating bigger problems. So I think to some degree that that emulates or mirrors the frustration of what this guy is seeing. Now, of course, we're not suffering the effects of it like yeah. they are yeah. because they're 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 ground zero right and, now and basically the other the other big distinction that you need to realize is south africa is it's not the poorest country in the world but it's not a rich country no so what happens in the united states is if uh, that's exactly what's happening in the united states right now the looting the rioting stores being burnt to the ground all that stuff the difference is is our government is rich enough that when those stores and all that stuff, when they get looted and rioted, they can claim it on their insurance. Their insurance company pays yeah. for the damages. Yep. And then the insurance company gets reimbursed by the government and all this other stuff. So you somewhat, not everybody, I'm not saying that some lives aren't ruined by the riots that happen in the United States. But in South Africa, the people, when those stores are burned down, they're done. They're gone well, that's forever. Why th that's why I think people were so utterly and completely morally and ethically disgusted when the u.s bailed out a lot of those companies now yep. granted a lot of those companies i think a good bit of them actually repaid a lot of their loans to the u.s sure. in good faith they repaid it at the same time though that insulation of businesses and yet the rest of the population is like getting fired from their jobs yeah. because it's all in the midst of this transitional period you've got banks that are quote unquote too big to fail but Joe's lawnmower repair shop on Main Street in yeah. Nowheresville, America, doesn't have, isn't no. too big to fail. Exactly. So when when the economy tanks because these fucking dipshits in their white suits uh, play with monopoly money yeah. and crash the economy, yeah, and then they get bailed out. Joe's pool hall isn't going to get bailed out because mm. you know. Well, it's just it goes to show that. Um, when there when there is that disconnect from who is the most important component in a country's uh, economic and just cultural prosperity, when you disconnect from that and start saying that the government is that piece of the puzzle, then you've gone down yep. the wrong road entirely. And that's why we on this podcast are so entirely opposed to this current administration. Absolutely. Because even though I'm a libertarian, I, I you know, here's the thing. I could... There could be a Republican that steps steps in the office tomorrow. Got you know, there could even be a libertarian, who knows, yeah. that steps in the office tomorrow that would represent the same in some regards, would represent the same philosophical indifference that is going on or same ethical moral indifference that's going on in this current administration and we'd be saying the same exact shit yep. about them. Well, because here's the thing is that the the point of this is is that the government um, by itself is not the problem. It's the people that inhabit it. And if the people that inhabit it 
believe that it's the end-all be-all of everything that happens in that country, then you need to start reminding them of why they're even there. Yeah. And that's why I like this guy. This guy yeah, is like he's very blatantly on. like just reminding them that this, this, this community, our resource, our money, our economy, our cultural, our livelihood has no bearing on what they do up there in Johannesburg. Yep. This is our country. This is our village. And Absolutely. you know, you're not going to help us. You're not going to bail us out. So what are we supposed to do? Yep. We're going to protect what we have. Yep. And that's the whole underlying premise of why we have the constitution in the yep. U S is they give people that same exact right to do what they need to do when it comes to become ne necessary. So. And you ask me, why do you need an AR 15? That guy, <laughs> that guy right there yeah. is the reason why. Because if he didn't have his AR-15, yep. because, I mean, he has more than an AK. I think he was, that's an AK-47. Yeah. And that's not a that's not a semi-automatic AK-47 no. he was hauling around. That yeah. was the real deal. Things are a little different. Things are a little different down there. But I, we're willing to compromise and say, okay, we'll, we'll deal with semi-automatic rifles. Because truth be told, anybody that really shoots a weapon knows that an automatic yeah. weapon is worthless. All it is is good for throwing lead down downstream. <laughs> Pretty much. Probably hitting everybody else. You, you know what I mean? Process. So automatic weapons are really useless except for suppression fire. In a, in a in an actual situation, most even even in the military, they really only use three three round burst or semi-automatic anyway. They actually because practice how to aim. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> there's 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 right ways and there's wrong ways. So my point is, why do you need an AR-15 in case shit hits the fan? Yeah. And you have to protect your local fucking grocery store from looters and yep. rioters because that's the last fucking food that you have in your town and nobody's coming to rescue you. That's why you need an AR-15. But not, not to hunt with, not to not to shoot targets with. It that's why. What's interesting, and I don't know if it was South Africa I was watching images of, but there were literal lines like mobs of people just walking down streets. And I think it was in South Africa that yep. I was watching this is that there were literal droves of people like these. And I'm not Looked talking like, like, yeah, I'm not talking like 20, 30 people in no. a group. I'm talking Tens like of thousands, thousands yes. of people walking from town to town looting. So yep. here's the thing is that, you know, we talk about tribalism being a problematic thing, but you know, when it comes down to it, communities, even though it's a more evolved uh, idea of what tribalism looks like. Yeah, there's some intricacies there. But but at the same time is that people need to take a responsibility for their local environments. Um, and that's what he's, he's you know, explaining is that, you know, we, we identify as South Africans. Yeah. But yet, if you're from town A and I live in town B and town A is burning up because you're setting on fire, don't you dare come into town B. Exactly. And yep. Do the same exact shit. Now, yep. if town A is having trouble and not, and you know they're not rioting and looting, looting, but they're having trouble. Town B, the good idea behind the U.S., the underlying underpinning ideas of the U.S. is that we look at town A and say, "How can we help you?" Yeah. So that you don't don't burn your town yeah. to the ground because it's like that lady that was in the latter part of that uh, news article that from NBC, yeah, where she said, you know, looting, you know, we may have high unemployment, but doing this kind of shit makes it worse. Yeah, yeah, because then all those stores you burnt down now they can't employ people, 
So now it's going to go up to 50%. But then, <laughs> you, but yeah. you know, what, what pisses me off, I guess, and, and I really haven't seen anybody say this yet, not to say it won't come out somewhere, um, is that, you know, some people might look at the South Africa and say, this is exactly what's happening in the U.S. No, it's fucking not. It's not. You've got people that were not in the situation that these people in South Africa are in that are looting for reasons that do not involve them in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and and again, we're not we're not downplaying any kind of um, any kind of plight or situation uh, of anybody in America. No, we understand that there's there's a history in this country. We're not downplaying that, but the fact that people that never were slaves are 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 rioting because there were slaves at one point well, even, in even, this country or the George Floyd thing yeah. they're rioting because of that which is a horrible thing yeah horrible thing we've said it ad nauseum i feel like i have to repeat it every time i say the name George Floyd he he was not a saint but he didn't deserve what no. he what happened to him no no human being that's why we have the judicial system that we have in this country because in other countries Prior to the United States, not saying we're the golden lamppost or anything like that, but you could have just, the police could have just drugged somebody yeah. out in the streets and beat him to death and it would have been justified. Yeah. Uh, we have a problem in this country. That's but, one thing to remember is that George Floyd had the rights of due process. Yeah. And he had the rights to, yes. had he, had, had the situation not gone the way it did, he would have had the right to turn around and pose civil suit or pose yep. Pose criminal suit against you know the parties involved you know had there you know if there was something there I mean the fact of the matter is is George couldn't speak for himself because yep. he was killed yep um, and, and that's what we got to rectify you know and they have established that the gentleman in question has been egregiously involved in stuff prior to that yep. so he had a record already Chauvin already had a record for doing stuff like this so all we did is we allowed the justice piece of it to take hold but the, the not to digress yeah. from what we're talking about, for people to turn around and say, I have the right to go loot Target because George because Floyd was George killed Floyd was is killed. bullshit. Yeah. That's Absolute, utter bullshit. There's no connection between the two. Now, I'm not saying that the looter, even the looters in South Africa aren't justified just because you don't have... I understand they're starving and all this other yeah. stuff, but there's other means. You, why are you stealing a TV if you're starving? Yes, you yeah. know why are you stealing a, uh, an iPad if you're if you're starving? I can understand if you're looting a grocery store. I get that. I'm I, and I've always said I'm not going to put somebody down for stealing food because their family's starving. I, I'm, I've always said that it's not right, but but. I have a lot more leniency for somebody that steals a loaf of bread to feed their family. Well, yeah. And the intricacies of this situation are a lot more involved because it, you know, it's, they're trying to, the current president is trying to, trying to, uh, make Zuma's party, the ANC and Zuma himself culpable to what's going yes. on right now. Uh, almost as if he's instigating this because, of them wanting to put him on trial for possible corruption and whatever the case yeah. be. If that's the case, if Zuma is instigating this somehow, then yeah, send you know, lock that fucker up or whatever the case be. But if this is just an excuse to loot because you now have something in the news that can be pointed at, yep. just like with George Floyd, 
equally not a legit not reason okay. for to go and destroy not your okay. community because the what people that are doing this looting never think past is who they're hurting yep you know yeah you maybe you did suffer some stuff in your own regards and maybe you feel justified to do this but remember your actions are always going to hurt somebody else more than you know what you were helping yourself to or helping yourself out of as a result of your looting or whatever the case be all you're doing is making things worse by doing that and and going out and and uh stealing yourself a new pair of jordans and a new tv exactly that that's not that that you're you're not they're not co-equal it's not it's not the same thing you can't you can't Theft is theft, but yeah. survival, theft for survival is a whole different ballgame. That's game. different. You can't survive off of a TV. You can't survive off of Jordan. It's like I, I always say, like, we have a big problem with poaching in Pennsylvania. It's a, yeah. it's a big deal. But I there's always a, there's a big difference between somebody that goes out and shoots a deer without a hunting license because his family needs meat yeah. or their family needs meat. And then there's the guys that shoot a deer and cut the head off and take the horns, leave the rest of it there to rot. Yeah. So there, there's levels to this. Shit. Yeah. This isn't this isn't just black and white. So when when we say you, you know um, that we we get the play and we understand that only to a certain point, like well, those two examples you gave, A and B guy that do two things or do the same thing for two different reasons, would both have to come before if they were caught yeah. would both have to come before a court or some kind yeah. of administration and then they would determine you know the level of severity based off of the circumstances yeah. so and you know guy b who killed just because he you wanted know, he, the rack yeah or whatever the case be you know is going to suffer a little bit harsher As terms than the person who's yep. over here the the guy a in pennsylvania would most likely get a slap on the wrist and maybe a monetary fine yeah guy b is going to lose his hunting hunting privileges and probably spend some time in jail yeah so uh at any rate um we're we're getting we, yeah. we already went over <laughs> we always we always go over uh, well when it's, the topic it, is interesting we get heated you know? and, and it's and it's rough i'm just just to let the listeners in we're trying to cut the episodes down to 30 minutes because we understand that that we we get we get wordy. Um, so we're trying to cut the episodes down, but it's so hard to fit this stuff into 30 well, minutes. Well, once you start digging into some of these situations, like uh, you know, we some of these topics that you and I talk about, you know, it's not like we spent uh, a year delving into the intricacies yeah. of these things. A lot yeah. of times, we're just reporting. We're going based off of what anybody else can see in a lot of these situations. Exactly. So, and we're just providing our own insight as to what we see. What here. we really want to do is we want to encourage people to do the do the research themselves, and and read the articles themselves. All we want to do is make you aware that these things are happening, because a lot of times the news cycle, especially in the United States right now, doesn't focus on uh, what what may or may not be exactly important. Um, and I feel like right now we have a lot of crises across the world yeah. that are more important than uh, the Delta strain of, of, of COVID and how many the percentage of people that are vaccinated in the United States. Yeah. That stuff is important. And I understand that COVID should be taken seriously, but there are real world issues that are still happening. This, the globe didn't stop spinning because people got COVID. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything kept going. We still have evil in the world. We still have 
uh, problems that we have to solve. We just have to solve those while we're figuring out COVID. Yeah. Well, it's just like with the January 6th commission. Yeah. It's like, you know, were there people there that were culpable? Yes. Okay. Go deal with them and yeah. let's get this shit over with. Like, yeah. Let's stop prolonging this because this has turned into nothing but a Jerry it's a Springer burger. episode. It's, it's turned a nothing into, burger. It is. And then, you know, on top of that, then you have situations where you've got all this publicity about whether trans should be in in boys sports and girls sports and blah 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 it's like just cut the crap it's like there's more important things to deal with there's real shit happening like real stuff yes let's let's like life and death life and death whether or not people starving whether or not joe Susie sue can can play can be in the olympics as as a guy in the girls' Olympics is not near as important okay. as so a boy wants to play on the girls' team. Let's <laughs> let's let's get past it and and let's look over here where the fires are burning. Yeah. <laughs> well, my thing is, is, if they want to discuss that, that's fine. But let that's a more localized thing. That's something that should remain on the if they if that should be the U.S. Olympics Commission discussing that. That should be. Local sports organizations yeah, discussing that should be that. in the margins. Yes, of that the news. should not be a Biden administration. That shouldn't be front page. Yes, that should be in the margins. Yes, of the, exactly. of the newspaper. Because what's happening in South Africa will, in one way, shape, or form, spill over into the U.S. Sure. What's happening in Cuba is already spilling is already over. spilling into the U.S. Boy, so Cuban Americans and are you know pissed. from the outset, from the outset, a Biden getting into the presidency, even people from the Obama administration were expressing their sheer distrust of his ability to conduct levels of foreign foreign matters. They knew that he had very little experience or even though he's been in office for 47 fucking years, yeah. he has little to no experience and little to no insight when it comes to foreign uh, foreign diplomacy matters, which these are the things that we need to be focusing on. Um, but... You know, yeah, and I, that's, I a, that's a whole ball game in and of I itself. I got to the Senate 180 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it shows. Yeah. So anyway, um, that that's what our that's what our uh, I guess what I'm sorry, people. I've been dropping a lot of f bombs this entire episode. Just... <laughs> hey, I always mark the episodes as explicit, so everyone should know what they're getting into and put on their big boy ears because they there there might be some f bombs that get dropped in here. So, and his name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's how that should be our theme song. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. But anyway, um, I want uh, uh, the point of this this podcast is to bring things to your attention and to let you know what's going on. And we'd love to have you guys go out and do the research and form your own opinions. We're not gonna, for the most part, we're not gonna shove our opinions down your throat, even no. though. Um, Second Amendment, good. First Amendment, good. Uh, pretty much the whole first ten amendments are amazing. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and the other amendments are good too. There's some that I don't care for, but at any rate, we want you to go look. So, so investigate the Cuba thing. Look what's going on in Haiti. Uh, Haiti, Haiti's not doing good. Maybe we'll have an episode on Haiti after the assassination of their president. They're in. They're in turmoil. South Africa is in turmoil. Um, there are many places in this world that are thirsting for freedom, and they may just get it. So do your research. Check this out. You can find us on Facebook at PA Between the Lines. 
You can find us on Twitter at the BTL Podcast. Check out our website, thebtlpodcast.com, hosted by Postal Productions. Um, and uh, just leave us a note. Let us know what you think. Um, until next week, um, just do some research. Pay attention to what's going on in the world. There are other countries besides the United States, and there's uh, important things that are happening that don't involve people's genitals. Um, so go look into that kind of stuff um, and, and, and look into the things that are actually taking place in the world. And, um, and that's really how you make a difference, I think, is, is just by realizing that these things are happening and keep them, keeping them alive, yeah. uh, keeping them in the, in, in the ether of the mind's eye of everyday politics. So everyone have a good week. We'll, we will see you next week on Between the Lines. Uh, just stay calm and have a good week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.